This episode of Purpose Meets Profit is brought to you by Founders.com, a social learning platform for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm Gerard Adams. And I'm Logan Cohen, and you're listening to the Purpose Meets Profit podcast. If you haven't checked out the earlier episodes, you could start from the beginning or you can keep listening here. Purpose Meets Profit is a podcast series that documents the true lives of entrepreneurs who want to drive revenue and impact. We tackle topics from starting a business to the emotional tolls and hardships to fundraising to conquering critical milestones to failures to even the successful exits. Let's build together. I'm Gerard Adams. I am an entrepreneur. I've been at it for 15 years. I'm an angel investor that's invested in over a dozen different startups, some exits and some failures. I've loved the journey though, and I'm excited to talk to you guys about everything entrepreneurship. I'm also the CEO of Founders, which is a social enterprise. You guys heard earlier, it's a social learning platform for those willing to take ownership of their personal and professional life through the power of entrepreneurship. And then we have a nonprofit future founders that educates the inner city youth on the principles of entrepreneurship. And I'm Logan Cohen. I'm a co-founder and CEO of Kudzu. It's a free mobile app that rewards students based on their academic achievements. I'm still learning. I'm still building. So I can't wait to build together, share my learning experiences, and just open up new doors. Awesome. So guys, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We are excited. If you're new, welcome. We are happy that you guys have joined us. And you know, this is something that me and Logan just decided to do, honestly, because we felt it was missing and we wanted to have some fun. We wanted to really share authentically our journey as two entrepreneurs, you know, two different worlds, and just kind of really give you guys two diversified perspectives on our views uh, on the journey of entrepreneurship. But we could not do this without you. So we want to hear from you. Thank you to those that have sent in your questions. And for those that want to get your, an- your questions answered, please send us a text message at 862-367-6893. Again, text us 862-367-6893. And if you want, you can also leave us a voicemail. We know you're busy, so feel free to text or leave a voicemail, and we will make sure to give you guys our unbiased feedback, and we look forward to hearing from you. Let's do it. All right, so in today's episode, we have a lot to discuss. Logan, what are we going through? I'm especially excited for today's episode because as you know, well, at least right now, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh shit. So we figured it was fitting, you know, just super romantic and entrepreneurship, finding your passion. So what are you passionate about? Too often you feel like you're dating your startup. I don't know about you, Gerard, but sometimes I feel that way. More like married and divorced, but then married. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in today's episode, super excited because we are first going to either endorse or debunk a famous quote that we've all heard. But sometimes I've heard it so much that I'm like, all right, we really just have to dissect this. Uh, Next, we're going to explore the differences among passion, talent, and purpose. So I think sometimes people forget and they confuse them all. Uh, We're also going to share our moment of where we found our passion or our purpose. You can choose Uh, advice for finding or pursuing your passion of course our favorite the fast five lightning round we better make it this time for valentine's day we just have to make the time the ask me anything which i'm also very excited about because we have a voicemail and it's not from my mom (laughs) it's like an actual person (laughs) uh and then the last but not least what are we gonna do dried we are gonna go into the get 
is the segment where we recap the takeaways from our episode and share ways to actually apply the principles so that you guys can get is done. So um, let's get into it, Logan. Yeah, so endorse or debunk. I think we've all heard this quote before, but find your passion and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm. How do you feel about that? Do you agree? You know, I thought about this for a little bit and initially I want to say that like automatically I said to myself, no, like I want to debate this, you know what I mean? But the truth of the matter is, is that from my perspective, um, I really genuinely believe that like I've gotten to where I am today as an entrepreneur because of my passion. So like, I definitely don't believe that it's that you'll never work a day in your life. I mean, you end up working more than you would working in a regular job. There's no doubt about it that I work at least twice as hard, you know, uh, if not like more than than the normal person that works a nine to five. I mean, I'm working double shifts. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it's like when people ask you, what's your typical day like? I'm like, I don't even want to think about the hourly because it's less than minimum wage. For sure. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy, you know, and that's why it's like so hard to even maintain a relationship for people to understand what it's really like when to 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 actually be building, you know, your dream, your passion, your purpose, all of that, right? So, I don't know. If, I definitely don't believe that you'll you'll never work a day in your life. In fact, you're going to work twice, if not more, uh, as hard to actually live your passion. But it'll be definitely more fulfilled, right? It'll lead to that purpose. Okay, so if you had to endorse or debunk it, it sounds like you're leaning towards endorsing with like a footnote. Um, I'm going to say debunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to lean the other way, but you know what? Like you'll never work a day in your life. And no way. Yeah. You're going to work a lot. I feel you. But it's just like what's what's your perception of work, you know? I mean... So I agree with you on the debunk. However, my my reasoning is different behind it. Okay. So I totally, I'm, I just, whoever had this quote, it's brilliant. It's on a bunch of Hallmark cards. So congratulations for your royalties. Like memes everywhere say it. I'm about it because it's a beautiful notion of like you're working, but you don't feel like you're working because it's your passion. I... I don't understand the whole passion thing. I'm going to quote Scott Galloway. He's an NYU professor. And he said, people that tell you to follow your passion are already rich, which is kind of funny because my passion, when I think about it, would be like helping people or even like selfish, like horseback riding. But I'm not going to start a farm. That's not my passion. What I do pursue is my purpose. So what I would like to like promote would be find your talent. Because once you find your talent, then the progress is going to turn into something that you're so in love with and like progress from there. So I think the opposite. I want to debate you on this because I was definitely not talented. You know, I was the kid who wasn't smart. I was the kid that was benched. But you're right. Talented by what metrics? Societal metrics? Or were you talented at user acquisition and promotion and fundraising? Like those are... Talent. I just don't think that yeah, but those were talents that I like I actually gained because of my passion. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't grow up and I was like, wow, I was great at user acquisition. No, no of course I not. followed my passion of storytelling and it led me to understand and learn skills along the way. But did you have a passion for storytelling or were you good at storytelling? Because I would say early on, find what you're good at, then become great at it. Mm. I don't know if it's your passion, because sometimes passion's egocentric. 
I guess, it, it, listen, I think that it depends on what your, what your definition of passion is. Because, right? Because I agree with you in a sense of like, I grew up passionate about basketball. But yeah. I'm sure as hell ain't going to make it into the <laughs> NBA, right? So I'm not saying that you're going to, I'm not saying that you 100% should pursue just what you're passionate about. But, you know, for me, like, I, I do think that it, it played a really big role. Like, I didn't know what my purpose was. I'm talking about to the kid who's listening to us right now who's in their, who's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I think you need to go all in on your passion. It may not, you'll, it'll lead you to learning about your purpose, but I didn't learn about my purpose until freaking I was like, you know, 10 years plus into the game of entrepreneurship. Yeah. I didn't know what my purpose was. At the end of the day, I wanted to be successful. And yeah. what my purpose was is like, A, I wanted to buy my car when I was young. And two, I wanted to get back to my mom and dad. I wanted to take care of myself. I wanted to have financial freedom. Like that's what I was worried about. So for me, in order for me to get to those goals, I needed to make sure that I was doing something that like I loved and and I think that passion is more important than talent. Ooh, interesting. You make some good points there, but I think it brings us to our next one of passion versus talent versus purpose. Because if we want to okay. define each, maybe we can find some common ground because maybe it's a definition communication fault. What do you think? <laughs> well, I'm definitely not great at definitions. So uh, again, I'm more of a street smart kid, but all right, let's try this out. So what's the difference, Logan? What's the difference between, in your eyes, like passion versus talent um, versus purpose? I think it's very easy to determine your passion because it's it is, like you said, it's what drives you, but you could have so many different passions that sometimes it's different to prioritize them. Mm. And it's okay for them, like I said before, to be egocentric. I love going to the gym, but I know that my purpose and my talent isn't to become a personal trainer, even though some people excel greatly at that. But that's my passion. You have a good jump shot. I do have a really good jump shot. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun fact. Um, that was also another one of my passions. Like, I loved basketball, but realistically, I could probably work my butt off and maybe get D2. No knocks at D2, but I don't think that I was really good at see a future there. So thank goodness my ACL tour was the universe. Just wow, like, no. Nah. I love that. We have to get into that one day. Yeah. Um, okay, what about, what about talent, though? Like, true talent. True talent would be... You don't even have to be like a savant at something or like this guru. It's whatever you're good at. What I noticed is I was just good at outworking people. I'm a non-technical founder. I didn't have this certain trade. I studied finance, but I needed a CFO in my startup world if we were going to succeed. But I realized I was just willing to put in the extra work. Sometimes it was extra hours, but it was working smarter too. And that really outlasted and helped me build. My purpose, kind of like you, Jared, I didn't find it until deep into my startup. So I didn't start my company based on a purpose but I did start it based on my talent and then I became passionate about it once mm. the traction was there I love it I love it I mean I, I guess I would agree with you in a lot of those aspects I mean for me passion you know one of my episodes of Leaders Create Leaders um, the episode one actually of season three was called Passionately Curious and Alexis Wren had talked about how you know people get so overwhelmed with thinking that they have to find this like one passion that they got to go all in on and, yeah. I, and then she talked about being passionately curious and that's Gigi. Gigi oh, agrees Gigi, yes Gigi, that was Gigi a good agrees. point <laughs> we're shooting this episode with Gigi <laughs> Gigi's now. passionately curious yeah. but uh, for all those that don't know Gigi's my pup but um you know I believe that you do you should tap into like what you're like it is your passion is like what you're curious about and what's you're really really interested in about you're interested in and i think that you should you should pursue those things 
um, for me, it's changed throughout my entire life. Like, I'm gonna move forward past like growing up, but uh, you know, for me with business, my first passion was stocks. Yeah. You know, and but well, what was it? Right, I was more curious. My father raised me to write down the the stock price of Prudential because he worked for them, right? And I saw these numbers going across CNBC, and I'm like. What is this world, right? And then I saw the first Wall Street movie and Gordon Gekko's talking about greed oh, is man. good, right? And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, greed is good. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make money. You know, and I, so like my, my first passion was stocks. And you know what? I'm so grateful that I started my career being curious, tapping into learning about stocks. And that allowed me to, you know, actually make my first million dollars. Am I still involved in stocks now? Are stocks part of my purpose now? No. But I'm really glad, and I think that when you find those little curiosities that, that turn into your passions, those are over time, over an entrepreneur, when you're an entrepreneur, it's a lifestyle, over time, those are different skills you're gonna learn that you're gonna implement, and, and, and I think it's good to like have a diversified um, amount of, I guess, like experience that you get over time from yeah. t testing out different passions. So I think, for me, that's that's my take on passion. Um, it's curiosity. Try different things, and you know, over time, you'll start to figure out what's going to lead to your purpose. Talent. I wasn't the most talented, but over time, my creativity for me, and like like you said, that you were you were at work people. I was uh, very. I have a, my mother taught me work ethic, but I would say like my initial real talent was creativity. I went to art school. All I cared about was going to art school when I was a kid. So like over time, over the past 15 years, like one of the big things for me is branding, understanding how to like, how to storytell, how to actually get people to, how to communicate a message, how to get people to want to be a part of a community. So yeah. I think, you know, for me, it started off with just interested in art and then I really went all in on that. So I, I would agree with you, like find what you're good at, find what you're, you know, you have that little bit of passion and turn it into a great skill. So, and then purpose, it took me forever, but um, to figure out that like, Ultimately, mentorship is what's gotten me here. And what I ultimately feel my purpose is, is to be a mentor and a leader for this generation and help those that are trying to become entrepreneurs and build success in their lives. So Amazing. I love it. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we found some common ground. Yeah, we did. All right. So basically, a purpose is like your why, and it's bigger than you. So it's like, I don't need an alarm clock because I have this. Your passion is almost like when you flow. So when you're doing it, you lose track of time. You're just in the flow stage, and it's great. And your talent is where you add value, mm, basically, right? I love that. I love that. Cool. If any of you disagree, we'd love to hear why, because this was, I don't know, I feel like I just learned a lot about you, Jared. Mm, and I kind of yeah. like fighting, too. I do, too. Let's it was fun. It <laughs> <laughs> I got out of that one. I got out of that yeah, one. I, I saw you sweating a little, though. <laughs> yeah, for no, sure. Just kidding. I, brought, I brought back a debate club from high school. Oh, jeez. All those vibes. Anyways, uh, you talked a little bit about it, Gerard, but you could tell that your passion is like a major driver behind your successes and also just your relationships too, like everyone that you mentor, um, your team. So was there a moment where you just found your passion that's evolved and you've been able to build it? Was there a moment that I like, I mean, that I found my passion? I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, listen, my passion is success. I'm passionate about success. I want to be successful. I want to be the greatest version that I can be. I want the greatest leader I can be so I can ultimately help inspire those around me for so that they can be the best version of themselves and build great companies. So 
for me, I just, I know it's a little bit uh, kind of loose, but, you know, since I was young, I, I was passionate about, like, just having success in my life, being able to get to a point in my life where I can take care of my family, that I can change the legacy of my family and, and you know, and create wealth and opportunity and time um, for my life. And uh, so for me, I think, I don't know if that's that stems a little bit into, I don't think it's my purpose, but like, that's been a, that's been my fuel. So not, no matter what I've built, what I, what I have learned um, from one of my mentors is like, never to get, never to get too married to your product or business, right? Like, and for me, I learned that the hard way. Like I would fall so in love and so, I'd be so knee deep in, ev in everything that I was building that it, um, I think like it made it hard to sometimes like step away and, and like actually be able to see the bigger picture, actually take time to like, you talked about it earlier, but like passion doesn't have to always stem to business, right? Like yeah. I'm passionate about hanging out with my family. I'm passionate about art, right? I want to go to museums. I'm passionate about traveling. I'm passionate about going to play basketball or going to a mm -hmm. basketball game. Like, so I think it's just over time I've, I've learned that like my passion is ultimately helped fuel me both in my personal and professional career. Nice. But, um, what about you, Logan? But I, I'm more interested in like when you discovered your purpose. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that because even though I feel like I'm extremely purpose-driven now, when I started, I didn't know what my purpose was and I felt almost guilty about it because everywhere you read or any mentors were just like, well, you need to be purpose-driven. You need to feel purposeful. And I, I was always, I got the driven part down because I wanted to work, but the purpose, I felt like I was a little bit of a fraud in the beginning. I was, I was struck by an idea and I could do, there's such a strong mission there, but rewards for grades. What a great idea. Let me see how this will work. And it wasn't until, um, and I told this story at the founders event, which was really cool, but we were actually like a year into the company and I was presenting in front of a class and this was common for user acquisition, but it was at Pleasantville High School where less than half of the senior class graduated in New Jersey and a loudspeaker announcement came on. It said, prom this Friday, uh, make sure you get your ticket, something like that. And I'm just thinking, oh, how cute. And then this girl in the class was like, oh, I'm not going to prom. And I'm from Malvern, Pennsylvania. So prom was like an event there. So just little Logan was like, oh, you have to go to prom. Like you only get one prom. You should definitely go. And she goes, it's groceries for my younger siblings or prom dress for me. No, thank you. And it just struck me so hard that like that didn't even cross my mind. And I felt so guilty about it. And then you could get her a prom dress. But instead, I coordinated with the principal, depending on how well she performed, she was able to get a prom dress from a reward in the area of like a local dress shop that I asked for, like if they would sponsor it, but she earned it. And like months later, I get this like handwritten note. And it's a picture of her, like a printed out picture. I still have it of her in her prom dress and was like, I got straight like, and it was like some attendance achievement. And I just thought to myself, she said thank you without saying like, thank you that you did this for me. She did that for herself. So I received a purpose there for my company because I'm like, yo, Kudzu's going to provide opportunities and kids can choose to pursue it or not. And um, 
yeah, so that was like a year in, guys. So I was just testing out traction. I was testing out an idea, but my purpose came when I least expected it. So in the theme of this pre or post Valentine's Day episode, finding your purpose is like finding love. It comes when you least expect it. So I just don't that. be searching for it. You know, and also I feel like you also find it like sometimes in your rock bottom moments. Yeah. You know, like I, when I found my purpose with found it was it was through founders after an exit, but it was like it, it, it was when I was really soul searching, and right when my partner decided to say, "I don't want, I don't want to be involved in founders," and I'm in the middle of Newark, like it was that. It was like moments like that when I was like, "No, like this is my, this is why I'm here." Wow, it's know? a test. Yeah, yeah, it's like a test. Mm-hmm. Like, so you really find, I think, you really find your purpose also, like when you're, you're really tested. You know, definitely. Like, is this something where I, it's bigger than you? It's bigger than money. And I think that's what purpose is. It's digging deep and finding the thing that is, it's bigger than anything material. It's bigger than something that you can even see, touch, feel, or taste. Yeah. I, that's so well said. It definitely is. All right. That being said, now it's time for the Fast Five Lightning Round. Yeah. And it's, again, Valentine's Day edition. Guys, sorry. Oh, shit. If you had a really bad Valentine's Day and you're listening to it after, sorry, I keep saying it. But <laughs> there's a theme today. Well, alternate. You start. I'll start. Yeah. Okay. So, passion or purpose? Purpose. I agree. Chocolates or flowers? Flowers, because I'll just binge the chocolates. Okay. Do you agree? Um, I would go with chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight? Tick, tick, tick. Yes. You do? I believe in lust at first sight. Unless it's a dog. I've definitely had love at first sight. Gifts or experiences? I, I, when I have a kid one day, I think I'll have love at first sight. Oh, yeah. Um, experiences. Agreed. Surprises or plans? Surprises. Plans, 100%. Oh, geez. So, we, we did uh, it, right? Less than 35 minutes? We did it? Yeah, we did it. All right. So I don't think there's much to debate there. Yes. Yeah, I think that was a pretty, yeah. All right, guys. So we have to get into the Ask Me Anything. But before we do, I want y'all to make sure that you guys hit us up because we get really excited when we hear your questions and we hear from you. It's what motivates us to continue to do this. We're not doing this because of money or anything like that. We do this because it's fun and we want to share our stories and we want to connect. Ultimately, that's why we're doing it. We want to connect with y'all. So text us 862-367-6893 or leave us a voicemail. Again, the number is 862-367-6893. All right, cool. So guys, please subscribe. I'm getting a bunch of your comments on Instagram. Thank you for that. But you're asking when the next episode's coming out. Do you know if you subscribe, you'll get pinged? Word. Yes, please subscribe, guys, and share. All right, so what's the question? What do we got? Who who hit us up, Logan? We heard from Brian Dixon, which I am so excited for because Brian actually left us a voicemail. So we will hear his voice asking the question. Hey, guys, my name is Brian Dixon, founder of Amplify Publishers, where we make publishing an online course easy. And I just want to say I love your podcast. I think my question is about the difference for you guys between recurring revenue and one-time revenue and any kind of thoughts on that. Most of what we do is, you know, online courses where people just pay one time and we're looking at going to more of a recurring revenue model. And you can check me out at AmplifyPublishers.com or on Instagram at Brian J. Dixon, B-R-I-A-N-J-D-I-X-O-N on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Love it. 
Brian, thank you so much for your question. Shout out to Amplified Publishers. Guys, If when you ask your question, make sure you guys give us your name, your company name, your social handles, and your question so we can shout you out. So Brian, to answer your question, it's very um, relative to founders, right? Because we started actually with a recurring revenue model of $27 a month. It gives you full access to a whole social learning platform to connect with other entrepreneurs based on skills, interest, location, as well as a whole load of learning content from different experts from around the world teaching you very specific skills around entrepreneurship. And what we've learned is that although recurring revenue is obviously a hell of a lot better a lot of times because you have that monthly recurring, month over month revenue that you can rely on and you can build a really great foundation on that and it's reliable, right? Whereas one time it's not as reliable as like on month to month. And Logan, I'm interested in your take on this. But what we've learned in this market, especially since we're in a very similar um, we're in a very similar sector, is that people when wanting to buy learning content, they want to buy something specific. So they want to be able to buy into that specific course, you know, get what they're looking for, pay that one-time fee. And then afterwards, when they have value, I think a great way is to, at that point, add in a bonus, give them a trial, give them like a seven-day trial. And then on the seventh day, Obviously, disclose it. Don't do anything that's like not completely ethical, um, unethical. But like, make sure that they are aware that on the seventh day, if they like this, they like the model, if they love the platform, then you know they get charged. Whether it's seven dollars a month, twenty-seven like founders or or more. Um, I think that's a great way of going about it. But I do think that you'll have more uh, momentum in doing the one time and then the recurring on the back end, and that's something that we've learned through founders. Great point, Jared. I think anything I would say would just echo that. I like your idea about almost a freemium model after they purchased it to give them the trial. And just, um, Brian, please remember, it's much easier to retarget someone than to acquire a new customer. So if you have someone that left a positive review, I would actually have like possibly a back-end algorithm, almost like how the ad um, engine works on Google. And if they purchased a crypto course, you can hit them up on like... ICO law for the next one. So it's something that they're interested in because there's nothing worse than having like an unrelated ad being seen. But I think that you could automate that. So thank you for your question. Thanks, Brian. And hit us up at Founders. Maybe there's ways that we can collaborate. All right, cool. So Logan, let's get into the get Yes. done. Let's do it. Wow, yeah, Jeej. Jeej's ready. <laughs> All right, so for the Finding Your Passion episode, we are going to get-ish. Yes, done. So each episode, you guys will walk away with tangibles. We want to thank you for your time for tuning in. So we want to leave you with things that you can implement today. So in today's episode, please don't focus on finding your passion right now. Develop your talent. Um, If your talent isn't developed, just look at what you're good at right now and look at ways that you can become great at it. Because once you do that, you differentiate, progress comes, and I promise you'll fall in love with what you're doing and the stability there. Um, Also, purpose comes naturally. Don't force it. If you don't know your purpose now, I didn't for many years, and same with Gerard, purpose comes naturally. So do not feel guilty about it. Last but not least, Gerard, what would you say a takeaway from today is? I would say that it's okay if you don't know your purpose right away. You know, it took me a long time at the end of the day. You know, it's it's something that you'll realize over time 
you'll find something that like it's bigger than you. And I think in the beginning of entrepreneurship, like I'm not gonna lie, like you care about you care about you because how are you supposed to serve others if you know? I think what's that saying? It's like you can't you can't pour from a from an empty cup, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like in the beginning years of entrepreneurship, like focus on you, focus on gaining the skills, focus on doubling down on you know the things that you are good at, good at to become great. Like do all that stuff, and then eventually you'll find that thing. That, that burning desire inside that you know it's bigger than money, it's bigger than you, it's about something else. And uh, that'll end up being your purpose. And then that's when I think when you ultimately, when you find that, when you find that why, that is at the end of the day, what's gonna drive that purpose forward to become a business, then, then you really got something. Just never quit and you'll never really truly fail. You'll always, always figure it out in the long run um, as long as you just don't quit. Yes. So in conclusion, on this episode of Purpose Meets Profit, that is a wrap. So thank you all for listening. Please make sure to share this episode with your friends. Make sure you're subscribed. And we want to hear from you. So like, hit us up. 862-367-6893. It's your boy, Gerard Adams. And Logan Cohen. And it's Purpose Meets Profit. Till next time. Bye.